잡고 walking on the moon 굳게 다치 moon 빠짐없이 열어 오랫동안 기다려왔던 cool 사랑한다 뻔한 그 한마디가 특별하게 느껴지는 everybody to another edition of the Slasher Sanitarium. I'm your host Troy and we are talking about episode 6 of The Silent Sea. This episode is entitled Key to Salvation. Now last episode uh, we learned that Ryu was a traitor and he proceeded to uh do some pretty shitty things. Uh, <laughs> that includes uh, trying to steal the samples and almost making it out before our mystery person came back and uh, wanted her samples back. We left off last episode with a standoff between the two. And, yeah. The episode starts with Song doing an interview. She's asked a series of questions in psychotherapy. I don't know why her therapist is a computer, but it is. She is asked if she will regret taking part in the mission, and responds that she does not think so. Song is asked if her older sister, uh, being up, er, sorry. She's asked if, or what her older sister means to her. And Song says... She relied on her a lot as a kid, but she has no idea why Wang Kung left, but she must have had a good reason. We return to the base, and we are right back into the action, as the girl slowly climbs over to Song, and Song notices that the lab jacket that she's wearing is actually her sister's, Song Wukong's. She, or the girl, grabs the sample, and then Ryu shoots the sample out of her hand, and lunar water hits the table and all over the girl, and she starts to violently thrash about. As she hits the table and she starts convulsing, we see that she's got a pretty gnarly gash on her face, but it closes up and heals itself, as does another one of her wounds. The girl then falls to the floor before looking up at Sung and then hauling ass out of there, and she scampers away into the vents. So quite the different reaction to the lunar water than we've seen. Now we know this girl is not normal. Uh, her being able to jump around, have very really super strength. She ripped a dude's fucking arm off last week. Like, nothing about her is normal. So, once the water came in contact with her, it actually healed her wounds. Now, she did have a little convulsing fit, but it seems like uh, she definitely can withstand the lunar water so i don't know if the end goal is to have everyone on earth be like this because that seems like it's a problem onto itself with everyone being super strong and being able to like leap across the room but uh maybe if we can dial it back a little bit and just make it so that maybe they get like just kind of a uh like a small cold by drinking the lunar water i don't know 
Dr. Huang fixes up Ryu while Song puts the samples away into storage. Han asks why she gave the capsule back to the girl. She explains that she was trying to show that they're not there uh, to take the samples and also that they wouldn't hurt the girl. All of the guns trained on her probably didn't help the situation, but sure, you were you were trying to gain her trust. Han says that she put all of them in danger, which she totally did. I, I understand that the end result wound up being that maybe she trusts you a little bit more, but it could have also gone completely sideways and she could have ripped your face off. Song is asked what the girl is, and Song says, well, it's clear that her body can handle the lunar water, uh, and then some. Dr. Huang comes in and uh, asks what is going on, and Song says the girl may have been born with antibodies or uh, special genetic abilities that prevent the water from killing her, while also giving her superhuman abilities, but she's just speculating at this point. Song says they cannot kill her because she may be the only answer to how to make the lunar water safe. Which is a pretty good uh, idea there, because here you've got somebody that is clearly having no adverse effects to it, or at least none that you can tell. So, yeah, I mean, the end result would obviously be that you have to study this person, and I don't think Song is, like, too in the mood to be doing that, but, you know, the thought is there. Dr. Hong checks out Ryu again and says he has a fever. And she says that she's got no medicine there that can help it, uh, or at least she wants to try different medicine. So she wants to go to try, try to find medicine in another uh, med lab. Han tells Ryu to look out for himself, and then he, gives, or he leaves, and Ryu uh, then receives a text from his person again. Mr. Kim calls Han... And Han asks him what he knows about what happened. Mr. Kim says Director Choi made the, the call to shut down the station. He tells him to talk to Dr. Song because the truth now lies with Han. I don't... I guess I was a little lost with this conversation. Like, Song doesn't seem to know any more than they do. Or maybe it's kind of like what doctor or what mr kim told her before she left about like we don't think that it was actually this stuff like uh, i feel like they're kind of on the same level uh, at this point and obviously the truth of what happened out there like yeah han knows about it dr song knows about it but it was weird that like it was like oh talk with her about your concerns on this then mr kim heads out and goes over to the hospital he asks the doctor about Han's kid, and the doctor says that she had a bad dream and apparently wandered off, which I'm not sure how she did that with her bad case of wonky leg, but apparently she did. She wandered off for a little bit, but they found her, and they brought her back, and she was looking for her dad. Mr. Kim walks away, and he goes past the water station, when it then suddenly explodes out, and there's a giant gush of water that flies out of it and hits the ground. The people that were in line waiting for the water all run over to try to get, you know, what they can off of the concrete. And we hear that the police start to fire into the crowd of people. Yikes. Uh, I guess it's just there to kind of show us that things have gotten pretty dire, but I think that's been well established that things are pretty dire. I would be curious to know if the explosion that happened was in related to anything, because it doesn't 
really seem like they're gonna go down that rabbit hole on what the fuck that just was. So, I guess we're just left with seeing that, like, this is how desperate things are getting, is that the police are just, like, killing random citizens now just because they're trying to get water that, at this point, you, they're not going to be able to use it again. Like, it splattered all over the ground. Back at the station, and Hee-sun remembers how happy he was to go to a water park. And he says if they succeed, swimming pools can be a thing again. Han brings in Song and the rest of the team and explains his plan. His plan is to lure the girl in with the lunar water, one of the samples that they have, and then trap her in a hallway and capture her. Han says it's too dangerous to try to catch her with force, so instead they want to get Dr. Song to calm her down so that they can, I guess, trank her and take her out of there? So then... Ryu calls his contact on Earth, and he asks. He says that he wants the to the plan to change. He claims he found something that might be vital to the research. The guy says that you just get the samples and nothing else. So Ryu seems to understand that. Hey, like, if we take these samples back without the girl, like they're useless. And the guy's just like, yeah, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. Which he does, and that kind of shows you, like, Ryu is probably in a little over his head on this, because these guys don't care about anything but getting the lunar water samples. Song tells Han not to use guns, because that will provoke uh, the girl, and he hands Song a bottle of water. Song to take back some lunar water in a regular bottle so that they can keep some for themselves in case all the samples are destroyed or taken once they get back to Earth. Uh, It's quite a turn for him to just be like, hey, stash some away. Uh, But I guess considering that he's lost almost half of his crew at this point and he seems to understand that Director Choi is probably not a good person that it's like, yeah, yeah, maybe it's time to start breaking some rules. So Ryu grabs the samples and starts to head out, but he takes one last little look over at E2. And as we see, E2, still on the medical table after getting assaulted last week, uh, he's woken up, uh, but he pretends to still be asleep. As soon as Ryu leaves, E2 hops up and searches around the lab trying to find something. Uh, He heads out to the next room, and he opens a door, and he finds Ryu standing before him. Ryu then shoots and kills E2. Oof, boy. I mean, you kind of knew the guy was going to be killed eventually, uh, just because of the fact that, one, he doesn't have a name, and and two, the fact that, like, he just barely made it out there before. But, uh, yeah, that's another crew member down. And, yeah, that... uh, it kind of stings, and uh, this poor dude, like, he made it through getting uh, jumped by the girl, and then instantly is fucking dead. Dr. Hong returns to find E2's bed empty. Dr. Song is asked if she's ready to go. Han, Suyuk, and He Sung, they leave Song in the trap. While they are waiting for the girl to arrive, Dr. Hong radios Han that E2 and Ryu are both gone. And of course, 
she says that E2 probably shouldn't have been able to get up and walk around because he was pretty beat the fuck up, even though we did see him get up and walk around. Uh, but yeah, like he's she she's already like something's not right here. And she bombs in and then stares her down. Song puts down the sample and backs up a step. The girl slowly approaches her, and as she does, they proceed, or Han proceeds to close the doors, and as the girl is trying to run towards Song and towards the, the sample to get it, the door closes right on the girl's leg, which traps her, but also, like, apps her up pretty bad. Song tries to help, and the girl bites her in the hand. Good thing this isn't, uh, all of us are dead, because otherwise, uh, Song, you're next. Song notices that she has Luna 073 written on the back of her neck. Song then calls out Luna 073, and the girl stops, and she starts to cry out in pain. Ryu goes for a stroll with the samples. We head back over, and the door is, like, really trying to give Luna a peg leg. Han proceeds to shoot Luna with a tranquilizer. She then opens the door, and Song comforts Luna. Hee-sun talks with Dr. Hong over radio, and Hong asks that he go find Ryu and E2. Su-yuk is going to handcuff Luna, but Han says she needs treatment first. He picks her up, and Song asks if they are handing her over to Choi, and she doesn't get an answer. We see that Ryu has made it to the command center, and he starts to close down certain areas of the facility, which, of course, all of our crew members are currently occupying. His son manages to make it under a door before it closes, so he is not trapped in the area that Ryu is trying to trap him in. Song, though, is trapped in the hallway, but she chooses to go into the vents instead. Han and Suyuk try to make it out as well, and Ryo starts to shut down the main lab as well. Dr. Hong then, of course, gets trapped behind a fire door. Hee-sun manages to get out and is on his way to the command center. We see that Song is crawling through the vents, and then Hee-sun says that only a few areas have been shut down, not the entire facility, so it's clear that it's not some automatic thing that's happening. Dr. Hong says she's going to get the samples and get out of the lab area. Han asks Suyuk if Ryu volunteered for this mission, and Suyuk says he did. I appreciate that they've continued to show that Han is very smart, and that he also isn't letting any of like his emotions get in the way. Like He's instantly like, okay, did Ryu volunteer for this mission? He did? Okay. Uh, that is probably enough suspicion, considering everything else that's going on, to let me know that he probably bad. Song finds Luna in the vents and asks if she's waiting for her. Luna then continues down a path, but seems to be leading Song to a certain area. They come out into a hallway with a bunch of storage on the walls, and then one of them is open. So they head into there... Meanwhile, Dr. Hong opens up the freezers, but of course all the samples are gone, and then she opens another freezer and finds E2's dead body. 
Song follows Luna through the open compartments and goes into a large room, and it appears to be the living quarters of Song's sister. There's a couple more drawings on the wall, so at least we know where that's from. And it's also clear that this is where Luna is sleeping, which also explains why she has uh, Wu Kyung's jacket on. Song opens up a compartment and finds Luna hiding. She asks if she's okay. She then asks if Luna has been here all alone, but she gets no answer from him. Song offers up some food, which Luna takes and tries to eat, but she left the wrapper on. Luna then waves to her, and then starts to mimic her. Song unwraps another food tablet, and Luna grabs it, runs away, and eats it. And then Song finds a bunch of pictures of her sister. And the episode ends. So, good setup episode. Um, there's still a lot going on. Uh, yes, we the crew member. We look like we're right on the way of possibly losing another one uh, if Yusun winds up finding him. We're getting a little bit more with... Uh, uh, well, I can't call her the creature anymore, or the girl. It's Luna. And uh, considering that she's got a number... I would say she's probably the 73rd in line, which I can only assume she's probably a human clone and maybe a human test subject as well. So, Song was tasked with finding Luna, and she thought that the Luna was the data package, but it clearly wasn't. It was clearly find this girl, or at least find like the, the program that this girl belongs to. She's done that, and considering that was like the last message her sister sent to her, it's clear that like this girl is important to everything. And of course she is. Like if they can figure out what makes her special or what um they they have to do in order to make people similar to her, similar enough that they can drink this lunar water and not have any ill effects to it, yeah, then you're saving everybody. If they can't, then you're just subjecting this girl to more testing. Uh, which also probably not great. So we are sort of setting up the end here. We know that Ryu's got something going on. And I can only assume he is working on getting out of there. So I don't know if uh, whoever he's talking to are sending another uh, ship out there to pick them up. Or if he was really supposed to like... Uh, infiltrate and return back with the rest of the crew. Because if that's the case, like, you did a shit job of it, bro. Because you, you left the dude's body in the freezer. Like, you, if he would have, like, infected him, then at least you could have at least still said, ah, oh, well, you know, he just he must have breathed, breathed in some spores or something like that. But you shot him. Like, and there's two doctors there. And even, even if there were any doctors left, I'm pretty sure the other crew members can look and be like, dude's got a fucking bullet hole in his, in his chest. Like, clearly you killed him. Because everyone else was present and accounted for, except for you. So, I'm not quite sure what, uh, how he's going to get out of here at this point. Because now you've got, like, everyone knows at this point, pretty much. Other than Sung, it seems like. But everyone else knows that, like, he's... Uh, clearly a spy, and he's clearly there to kill everyone else and take the samples back. 
I don't know if his plan also includes killing Luna or not, but he tried to do it before, so I wouldn't, you know, put it too far past him. So we have uh, two more episodes after this, so then this season's over, and I don't know if there'll be a second season or not. If there is, I'll cover it. If not, um, hopefully we get a conclusion to the storyline. And uh, and I'm cool with it being just a, a, a one-season thing because so often shows continue to try to cash in on uh, things and stuff like that and just go off the rails. So, so far it's been okay. Um, it, it was such a strong premise and, and the way that things were going, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see where, where it's going to go. It's still been very interesting, um, but heading into the, the, the home stretch here of the show, I, I'm not sure that I, I was quite expecting it to go this way, but I'm, I'm anxious to see how it ends. So, uh, join me again soon for the conclusion of the silent sea. We've got two more episodes to go. And until then, I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.